Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe God's grace is keeping you well. Please listen to the continuation of the conversation that Dr. Tineji and I had about legitimacy of confrontation. Thanks a lot. And then I also remember the story of Jesus and the, the woman caught in adultery. He said that he who has not sinned, let him be the first to cast the, st- the stone, right? And, and, and they, 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 they couldn't, they couldn't pass the fantastic. test, so they left her. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't pass that test. You see, <laughs> so and, okay. and it was, it was, it was the ultimate test. <laughs> It was yeah. an ultimate test. If you if you claim that this woman is breaking the laws, it means that you should have presented a lifestyle or you should present a conscience that has no sin weighing on it. In that case, then you can judge because then you are not motivated by any evil intent. And that is the that is the reason why there is there should be legitimate for confrontation. It is the risk of being partial in your judgment you know a good seed cannot produce bad fruits mm-hmm. so if you see somebody producing bad fruits all right and then the person is trying to tell you that he or she has good good seed you know it does not it does not correlate so you can't be behaving in a certain way and expect that if you pass out judgments to others they just take it lightly because you claim to be representing god Oh. Because you have not passed the test of the legitimacy of confrontation. You know, the whole concept of hypocrisy is when you are caught in something and yet you try to say that other people are doing it. So he kept telling them, you are whitewashed um, tombs. Because inside of you there is rottenness, but outside you actually cause people to feel as if they are not worth anything. So the whole idea of legitimacy of confrontation comes in when you need to present a certain lifestyle that will endear you to have the moral right or the scriptural right to call out something that does not fall in line with the word of god and i see that a lot of christians have issues with the word don't judge because they keep saying that a lot of people who are caught in sin use don't judge to uh, excuse themselves but I also ask these same people that you are not the only one who is calling out these people. Why do they listen to some and for you, they challenge you? Hmm. You should ask yourself that question. Your very life is <laughs> contradicting your words. Absolutely. So you can't be doing something and then suddenly be giving the legitimacy to confront somebody else who is doing the same. Hmm. And that is the whole idea. Even moving away from the a Christian context and going to the moral or societal uh, system. We know that when you want to convince or persuade people, your argument must pass three tests. Um, we have the ethos, the pathos, and the logos. You know, we know that the first one is it must pass the emotional test. You must appeal to the emotions of people. You know, that, that is, uh, it must appeal to the emotions of people. So we look at that and we say that is pathos. And then we say that logos, it must be logical. It must make sense. All right. But the third one is the ethos. As and the ethos is... Ethical life, character, eth- everything, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> legitimacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pe- you, you know, you can't 
you can't and that is why and that is why there are some some people speak and then they are basically ignored and seen as joking and others to speak and then no matter what they say is taken very seriously because you have not demonstrated any evidence to indicate that what you are speaking is what you are doing a lot of people resist this particular um, teaching because they feel that um it is their responsibility to call out sin and to call out wrongdoing so that is why we keep emphasizing that we are not taking away <laughs> something that you have been instructed by god but you see god is saying that in order to be able to do correct judgment you need to be able to see well if you don't see well your judgment is always affected you know it takes it takes it takes a certain state for you to be impartial it takes it takes a certain state for you to get to impartiality and then it is only impartial judgment that has the capacity to cause um repentance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other than that what you are doing is that you are just creating guilt and i feel that unfortunately a lot of christian leaders are using guilt to try to bring in people and it's not working God is you looking know, for repentance and remorse, right? Godly sorrow. <laughs> and you're able to do yes, so because your very act, <laughs> your, your very life is... And God said, go, godly sorrow. And you see, people think that there's... It's not the same. Guilt is different from godly sorrow because mm. godly sorrow is remorse that leads to repentance. Yeah. Guilt is just... Uh, and it's, it's, it's when your ego is affected and your emotions are affected. It is basically on self-esteem and self um estimation so mm. when you feel guilty it in your mind you are like this is how i'm supposed to be and i've done something that is against my own standards mm. and you know your standards keeps can be adjusted because it is just you and they change based on where you are and that is why guilt does not lead to repentance because mm. you can easily excuse yourself after a few minutes when you get over the emotion and you are not able to excuse yourself even the opposite is that you get into depression where you even fail to appreciate the grace of god because you can't even grab it because you are lost somewhere else so the the targets of confrontation should be producing repentance unto salvation hmm. not to create guilt unto depression or anger and that is why it is necessary to pass legitimacy of confrontation other than that we think that oh we have given it to them but we are not judging in love and seeking the glory of god because we lack the capacity to judge rightly yeah great point there now uh there's this scripture in first john chapter 3 verse 18 i just want to read that and see whether we can also earn this legitimacy of confrontation from that uh place uh john says that my my little children let us not love in word or in tongue but in deed and in truth does it connect to this concept in a way because there, there are times that i believe that not just about the habit or the conduct of the person that's kind of contradicting his words but sometimes we we also don't care about people uh, but then we we only care when they are going off when they are you know misconducting themselves but when they are exactly. in need uh, like james says when they come we say depart in peace be warm meanwhile we have something to help them and we don't do anything in a, ch- a lot of places i don't, I don't want to really just single out the church but people do not care about the well-being of the, the the people who are under them meanwhile they are so quick to judge and then confront them when those people do things that are you know not right because um they think that they have that moral power or the capacity to do that what would you say about that 
Yeah, and that that's the, that is, is it's fantastic. The point you raise and what John is saying is fantastic. You see, that that is why I always go back to God is love, not God has love. God okay. is love. Okay. And so it means that even in His judgment, He's operating in love in judgment, and He can't be He can't judge without love. Okay. So that that is it. From so it is about. From from what foundation are you applying this particular pillar? Okay, and that is where the problem is because if you have removed the lock from your eyes, you understand how it feels like to be going through a certain process. You know, you understand. And you see, Paul's later life was a testimony of the seasoning he has gone through, and then it changed the way he judged. If you notice his early letters and his, yeah, and his pretty harsh, letters, yeah. yeah. But in his late letters, he kept saying, I am the chief of sinners. Mm-hmm. You know, he had gone through a certain ringring. <laughs> so, and, and he has produced so much love that even his harshness in the beginning was tempered with mm-hmm. a lot of patience and grace. Mm-hmm. Now, when he was getting to the end, it was a lot of motivation, a lot of grace. It was a lot of wisdom. And even when he will correct, he will give you a lot of ways to get back onto the good side of God. And that is why, like you were saying, loving indeed hmm. will not loving indeed makes you hesitant to hurt somebody with your judgment. Yep. And there's a difference between lovingly judging people and then letting them go scot-free. People hmm. think that when you judge people in love, it means that you are being hmm. um, soft. No, you are hmm. not being soft. But you understand how it feels like to be lost. All right, that's a good one. You are, you are <laughs> operating like a great high priest who knows that we are we have weaknesses because he's being like us, and because that he gives us exactly and, and, passion, right? Yeah, and yeah. that is and that is why he's just. Yeah, because yeah. he's motivated by love. All right, that's a good so, one. So we we need to understand that it is not. No one is stopping you from calling out sin. It is your responsibility. Mm. You need to do it. And even love compels you to do it. Yep. But the idea is, what is the purpose? What is the focus? And the focus is determined also by the conduct or the nature of the confrontation. Mm. Mm. Okay. So look at how some of the instructions that were given on how to even confront um, a brother who had offended you. Yeah. Look at redemptive. Look at the progression. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it has to get to the point where you go, no, this person can no longer be helped. But there is a progression to how to confront a brother when he, they offend you. Mm-hmm. Which means that if you are calling out anybody, if you are calling out anybody in judgment, your judgment should be motivated by love. And if your judgment is motivated by love, you look out ways to help the person to come back to the fold. Mm-hmm. Not to make yourself appear better. And that is the problem I see. So you see, if you lack legitimacy or confrontation, you realize that the purpose of your confrontation is to create a difference between you and the person. If if all that was expected of us is to try and then tell everybody that we are better off, we are morally upright, and then we are holier than thou, then Jesus died in vain. His 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 death. Yeah, it was in vain. Because then if we are already healthy. And we don't need people to come and receive healing. Then, what was the purpose of coming to die? You know, and and he would have stuck with the Israel, the Jews, and then left everybody else. Yeah. You know, but 
our, the focus of our calling out, our chastisement or our judgment should be done in love and working towards remorse that brings repentance. And it mm. should be done with the cognition that you are only a product of grace. You are just a product of grace. And so you don't even have, you, you are no better except by grace. Mm. So if you realize people who are operating in love, they are very, very hesitant to 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 confront people harshly yeah it will take a long time before they do it because they understand that it is not for their enjoyment so i always tell people that if you're calling out or if your chastisement or your criticism of people starts to feel good you are in trouble <laughs> yeah, if you feel yeah. so good yeah if you feel so good about yeah. yourself you should be very very careful you should be very worried <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think it was David who said that, uh, or, or was it Solomon who said that? Don't enjoy in the in the pain of your enemies. Mm. Uh, don't 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 celebrate the pain of enemies. Other other than that, God will see it and then He will stop His judgment on them. I don't. Mm. I, I, there's it's, it's somewhere in Proverbs. I've yeah. forgotten yeah. the exact. Yeah. And I was wondering why why would God stop His judgment on people who are your enemies when you enjoy yourself too much then mm -hmm. i started to realize that then you see you are no longer operating in love you are happy that somebody else is suffering <laughs> mm -hmm. you know but when he says that love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you why why is that necessary you know because mm -hmm. you understand that they were just like you and and just like you they also they can also become products of grace Oh, and yeah. somebody else somewhere was praying for you before you came into the light. All right. All right. Uh, we can go on, on, on and on with this, but it's a very powerful <laughs> concept. And I, I pray that we will really get it. Uh, we'll not act like the Pharisee would just uh, tell God, give God his, his resume and talk to God about the things that he does. And thank you for not making me like this task collector, you know? Like. Yeah, like and, uh, and then it feels so good that we, we are we are so yeah, right it feels good yeah uh, yeah he's so right so when 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 we don't we don't do that we become self-righteous and i think that is not what god wants us to do so our prayer is that god will help us and uh everybody yes. who is listening uh god will just help all of us to be able to earn this legitimacy of conf confrontation you know so that we can talk to people we can rebuke people we can correct people you No, know, the bible says that all scripture is, is, is inspired by God. It's useful for correction, for rebuke, for training in righteousness so that the man of God or the woman of God will be fully equipped, right? And so if yes. we are looking at the way the scripture scripture even works, it, it tells you that the scripture is redemptive. Scripture is restorative. It, it presents judgment to, to heal, to deliver, to transform until the, the final judgment. And that's why God is so merciful. In fact, Peter will talk, talk about it because he wants people to be saved. Uh, the time has not been cut short because he wants people to be saved. Yes. And I, I, I The last I thing is, I was, I, just remind, I was just reminded um, <laughs> about one last scenario. Oh, um, go ahead. It was interesting because personally for me, it's one of the things that I really enjoy in the Bible. The instruction Paul gave to Timothy mm -hmm. concerning how he should defend his faith. Okay. You know, he said that um, be careful to show yourself. Um, yeah, um, rightly dividing because of your youth, but set an example in speech, yes. in love, in conduct, in purity. Absolutely. Uh, in it was because, <laughs> yeah, it was because 
uh, he assumed that young enthusiastic people will always want to pr- present themselves in a in a confrontational disrespectful manner mm. and then he was telling him that look although you may appear young but let your confrontation be matured and seasoned with love mm. in that way they will listen to you because you would have earned the legitimacy of confrontation wow Wow. Thank you very much uh Dr. Tineje and that's that's a great great concept there and I I said it, it has really helped me and all these years uh anytime somebody goes off uh somebody does something wrong I'm reminded in many ways of this concept uh, that I need to be careful. Uh do I have that ability? Do I have that validation, that permission to pronounce judgment on the matter or maybe correct the person? if it comes from a heart of love it comes from the heart of self reflection it comes from a place where i am working or i have overcome that particular trait it is most of the time very convincing for the for the people it is very very convincing yes. as well and i, yes. I I'm, i'm i'm praying that god will help us that's why paul paul said that after i preached to them i beat my body so that i will not be cast away <laughs> uh, yes, he, yes. you know he knew and he that, that if you if you do self reflection and realize that this is something i struggled with for a very long time mm. and it was so hard for me i realized that the way you confront to is tempered yeah with a tempered. lot of, of you're compassionate yes Great because right. you understand how it feels like mm. right a place of yes. understanding not yes. a place of standing over the person <laughs> may god help us yes. Yes. <laughs> amen thank you very much dr samuel tinejay i hope the conversation was edifying and instructive to you may god bless your reflection on it in jesus name amen Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.